Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? I think they will get one of those Champions League places which will be an absolutely phenomenal achievement for Eddie Howe and his players. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. So many critics, these pundits. Generally speaking, I'd be a fan of off the ball. Exactly, and like Tommy knows his football, obviously, listening to football pod the odd time. And I was looking at the power rankings and I thought that Jesus Owen must still be feeling the effects of these mushrooms. But they just dismiss you like, you, you know, you have nothing to do with the bloody occasion. So, does Tommy know his football? How did you get on last week, Tommy, with your power rankings? Did anything happen at the weekend to maybe cause you to doubt the very fibre of your being? Well... They caused discussion, lads. I'll put it to you that way. A uh, <laughs> couple of couple of roars from uh, Roscommon fans over the weekend. A couple of Mayo people asking me to, you know, just relax a little bit. Like, what's the story? And then I think there was a Galway man who just wasn't happy. Just was not happy. He's like Bailey at the minute. He's mm-hmm. giving out there for some reason. Um. So yeah. What was what was the what were the Mayo people wanted you to relax? As in, you know, take us off the pedestal, stop hyping us up. And I'm not sure if they wanted to relax. I think they just thought maybe it was a little bit quick to put us into number two. But so, look at Everyone has different agendas when it comes to their power rankings. I think I am the only neutral person in this country. Okay. Are we going to horse through the, the yes. back front? Yes. Last week we started with entry. the first one, but we, we we might go back to the start with the first one next week. But this week, cause, because of what happened, we have a new entry, and so we're going to start with that. We are going to start with that, yeah. Um, and I'm going to have to let the dog out, lads, because... Uh, I'll, I'll read through this page for you. Do. You go through the back page. <laughs> okay. New York have entered on 26. Right. So 33 is London. 32 is Waterford. 31 is Carlo. 30 is Wexford. 29 is Tipperary. 20... Sorry. 29 is Tipperary. 28 is Longford. Uh, yeah, that's what we have. Uh, Leitrim are down 2 to 27. New York... New entry, brand new entry. This feels like top of the pops in the 1990s. Mm, yeah. Brand new entry, straight into number 26. It's New they York. Are. And with I'll their, tell you what. With if, their Bronx rocking beats. If they had another game at home, lads, you'd be backing them to win. Like, they have got a quality outfit together over there in New York. They have kept the same team together. Really good game on Saturday night. Um, like the, that final score to equalise the game in the... The seventh minute of injury time. Cracker. That was the score of the dubs. The six in a row dubs that they've been proud of. They went down one wing. They kept the ball. 16 passes over 50 seconds. They switched the play. Owen Karen slips it into Shane Carty, who backtracked into 10 yards of space, and he curled it over to Byron as left. Quality stuff. We keep going. Uh, Leisure up one. Uh, after yes. a big win for them, after a tricky end of the league campaign, so they're on 25. And uh, Jojo's just wondering, where's the New York and Ireland as we... Um, that first the first first page gone, second page, uh, no changes here, right? No changes in the second page, no. Uh, Wicklow, good win at the weekend, but no change. Twenty four, Sligo twenty three, Antrim twenty two. Do you have Wicklow had an Antrim at this stage? Uh, we'll see what happens next weekend when we are when Wicklow, Wicklow take on Clare in two weeks. We'll okay. see what happens there. Uh, Limerick twenty one, Offaly twenty, down nineteen, Fermanagh eighteen, Westmead seventeen. I think you just didn't make any changes to these because you couldn't be you couldn't be dealing with the hassle from the so called no. weaker counties. That's not true. We have plenty of games to come over this month. There was just there was nothing more changing so far. All right. Uh, Mead sixteen, Cavan fifteen, Kildare fourteen, Cork at thirteen, still ahead of Kildare, Cavan and Mead. 
even though mm-hmm. they're out of the out of the championship now. Uh, I suppose because they're ahead of them. Well, they're not out of the championship, Jared. Sorry, they're they're out of the Munster championship, and I, I suppose they are actually ahead of um, uh, Kildare in the league table. So uh, anyway, Cork down two at thirteen, Louth unchanged at twelve, Clare up two to eleven, even though they're not yet in Sam Maguire. Tommy knows what side his bread's buttered here. Clare Donegal, up two, Donegal ten, and Monaghan nine. It was just a big win. I think it just corrected what we would have seen uh, in the league campaign. A couple of results just didn't go Clare's way. Cork, I think Cork deserved to be 13th. Like, uh, Mayo's game management the weekend was incredibly poor. Cork did some stuff that was really good and really poor as well throughout that game. Clare were fully deserved winners. Um, I think we need a correction here where, like, Westmead are in Sam Maguire and so they are at least... 16. I, I think it'll all correct itself, lads, over the next three weeks. There's still another 20-odd championship games to go this month. We have a lot of football to be played until four counties are knocked out altogether. So we can just relax a little bit here. Okay. I do it's think a bit of shadow boxing. It's like the bloody league. Claire Davey 11. Burke said after the game, lads, Davy Burke said after the game that when he sat down with the Roscommon boys, Donny Smith said to him, Easter Sunday, we'll be ready. <laughs> and I stood there thinking... What's been the point of the first six bloody power rankings if all they're thinking about is Easter Sunday? Well, I suppose we we had to see the evolution of a team that was capable of doing what they did and, and, and backing it up. Clearly, Roscommon mm. were ready for the first three league games as well, so it wasn't just Easter Sunday they were, they were prepping for. Who would you, so Westmead are 17th, who would you have below uh, that, that are ahead of them? Who would you take out? You can't have Cavan. Cavan are, Cavan are there in merit, I think. Mead above them in 16th. Well, uh, Cavan, it's, I, I don't think... I think it's 50-50 about Cavan. Less than 50-50. But the Super League campaign. There's, yeah, there's, there's three, albeit. They're not guaranteed a place in, in Sam Maguire yet. Like, are, are you just taking turns recycling through complaints that have been directed my way over the last four or five weeks? But it's usually Cavan lads complaining. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's correct. Like, <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Uh, so, you had Monaghan at nine. Now we get into the, the first page. Armagh down a point, even though I thought they had like a, you know, an effortless victory with some of their best players not playing. That, that's, they had a, thought that's what I they heard. They had a good win. Armagh They had a good win against Antrim, who are 22nd in the power rankings. All right. So, they did nothing wrong, but it was the fact that Mayo lost to Roscommon. The Roscommon bet the second team in the power rankings from eighth position. Well. They deserved it, and... That wasn't to be little where Roscommon are at. They were third in the league. But now they've jumped up into seventh place. So Armagh are eight, Roscommon are seven, Trone unchanged at six, Derry still at five, clinging mm-hmm. on in there. Dublin are four, Mayo mm-hmm. are on three, Galway are on two, up one. Mayo are down one to three. Still the third best team in the country, according to Tommy Rooney. And Kerry... They just won the league, lads. Kerry, are you, what, and what does it matter? No, but hold on. Mayo have won the league. They have? They've got to kick up the arse. Okay. The hype train has been deflated a little bit. Yeah. They now have five weeks, five, six weeks. They might take a little bit of a break this week. Five weeks to, to get themselves ready for whoever they face in the all Ireland run round. Are they the getting Lushin Mullen back in their five weeks, Tommy? Are they getting, is that what's going to happen here no, now? <laughs> no, but I will make one point and I should have put it the next day after the game. Mayo didn't play Sam Callanan, who had started the league final for them. Mm. And I think Sam Callan would have suited to start Sam Callan in that game. He had under-20s championship this week. They didn't play Bob Toohey. And Roscommon completely bet them in midfield. I also think it would have suited that game to play Bob Toohey rather than a Tommy Conroy. It would have suited the style of game. Bring in Conroy the way he should have been coming in, which is with 15 minutes to go alongside Kieran O'Connor, because he's not ready yet. 
so this is going to give them time to get ready. But let's just not talk too much about Mayo this week. Let's just not talk too much about that. I, I, I'm actually do, do see the see the little red minus one. Now you see it usually beside teams that have that have had a defeat. It's beside our mat. Does that make a laughing yeah. stock of the power rankings? Generally speaking, when you have a no, team that wins a match and then goes down a place, it makes a laughing stock of the provincial championship, Shane. That's what I'd say. Because what do they matter at the minute? Do you know? Like, what do they really matter? Where's the jeopardy gone? The jeopardy was on Saturday night. Because history was on the line between New York and Leitrim. New York were chasing history. That's why that game mattered so much and there was so much um, made about it. Like, what mattered then in Clare and Cork? Well, Clare need to win two games to stay in Sam Maguire. They've beaten Cork. They now need to beat Limerick to stay in there. One of Leitrim, Limerick and Clare are going to be in the Sam Maguire. So the jeopardy is actually put on Mead, who are now in serious bother. Mead have to reach the Leinster final to play in the Sam Maguire. In May owners common, what was the jeopardy? Pride. Like, there was more jeopardy in the stands, I'd say, than there was in the pitch. Between the rival supporters. So, me, sorry, that is now confirmed after the results of the weekend. Um, me yeah. do now need to reach the Leinster final to reach Sam Maguire. 100% confirmed. So, they have to beat Louth, basically? No, they have to beat Offaly. And then... Beat Longford. So, Offaly are coming in fairly well. Cox got over the line against Longford. Longford took the lead with 10 minutes to go in that game. You talk about Jeopardy, lads, and the Leinster final. Paddy Christie obviously went all out to win that game at Longford at the weekend. They're off in a four-day training camp to Portugal this week, regardless of how that result went. So teams aren't really looking at the provincial championship as the end-all and be-all anymore. Mm. They are now looking at the All-Ireland round-robin series and whenever they get there. And McStay said it after the game, and there's a little bit of him possibly managing the narrative when he said, look, we come into this game as third seeds, the same as Roscommon, the same as Galway. We're all still third seeds. So... One of those teams going where Scotland are going to be third seeds in the All Ireland Round Robin series. One of them is going to be a first or second seed because only one of them can get to the Connacht final. Yeah, and even then, I still think that ultimately they're going to be two of those teams who might be third seeds. Both will end up at worst in the preliminary quarterfinal yeah. wildcard weekend. It's gonna it's gonna take off a lot uh, of unknown unknowns. Yeah, well, I and look, maybe maybe Derry's performance in the league final was vanilla and it was vanilla because they'd known McCaig and as soon as there was uh, a Connor Glass tweak of the hamstring they were like okay off you come and we don't see the real Derry until well, later in the season Fermanagh this weekend which is not not the easiest of games either Tommy like I mean absolutely not Derry should and win that match but Fermanagh are on a bit of a high as well yeah and interesting Kirk as well the the pitch in Fermanagh, they, they played all their league, their away games in the league. Um, they didn't play in Brewster Park. You know, the Brewster Park pitch has been redeveloped. So um, I think there's a bit of surprise that the game is set for Brewster Park this week. So maybe keep an eye on the playing surface between Derry and Fermanagh on Saturday. If it does get played there, it'll be the first game there. Derry, Derry should be fine, but Fermanagh had a brilliant league campaign. Cavan tied down Ulton Kelm. I think that's key. Cavan tied down Ulton Kellum in the league final uh, quite well at Pork Faulkner. And you'd imagine Derry have enough man markers to quench the threats that Fermanagh have. But you never know. Tyrone found it difficult against Fermanagh last year. It took a brilliant goal from Conor Myler to kind of spark that game. So that's going to be a good game. Monaghan Tyrone as well. Shane, like, how are you feeling going into this game? On the football pod, the lads couldn't get away from it. <laughs> they lent so heavily mm-hmm. on Conor McManus and McCarron and whether or not those two boys could get the job done. We're still talking about McManus at 35 years of age being that bit of um, gold dust that Monaghan need. He obviously did it in the league, the last league game against Mayo. 
What's the word on Vinnie Corey's yeah, voice? Look, I, I think the, definitely the reliance on McManus in that last game was, was there for all to see, but you have players like Stevie O'Hanlon, uh, who wasn't involved last year, took a year away, and mm. back in this year, Michal Bannigan has been given the vice-captaincy, I think, this year as well, and, and stepped up really as a leader. Conor McCarthy back to his best a little bit as well. So I think they are they are pitching in with more and more scores. Obviously, McManus is going to spearhead that, but that that's that's going to be a fascinating game. And Monaghan tend to have a better record nearly an Oma against... Four Two o'clock on Sunday, that game. That's going to be a cracker. Um, look, it's going to be a good game, but ultimately, as as Tommy keeps pointing out, does it does, does it, it really matter? Yeah. I think I think Tyrone are too low. I, I said it last week. I too think too low. Okay. Yeah, I think Tyrone should be ahead of Derry. I think um, well, this, really, week, this uh, weekend. After what we'll you wa- that. Like after what you watched throughout the spring? Yeah, because uh, Tyrone had a turnaround and got mm. back to some sense of form and organisation and a reemergence of an identity, and but they're guess- playing and they're playing Division One. Teams, I saw Derry wipe the floor with Meath, and I thought, "Wow, this team is super impressive." And then I realised that Meath are paper thin, and so it's very difficult for me to read too much into that. And the first time I saw Derry, sorry, they played obviously they played Dublin twice, and they played really well mm. against them one day, and they played really badly against them the second time. So maybe uh, they played really well in the first half. They were right in that game until the square ball goal. Like you know, a bit flaky for them to collapse. To Mm, collapse. They were missing glass and McKay. They're obviously thin on the ground in Derry, but and we do think they have limitations. Like we we've said that on the power rankings, we do think they have limitations to get beyond the last four. Toronto's ceiling it, is higher than Derry's. I, I'm not Rachel. sure if that's the case. I'm really, I really am not sure that's the case. And I'm going to get accused of some weird anti-Toronto bias. I love Toronto football. In, I'm their biggest fan. And like Paddy Andrews described, was coming as the Atletico Madrid of of Gaelic football of the weekend. Toronto mightn't be happy with that themselves. Like. I genuinely think Tyrone don't have the depth they have when they won that All Ireland in twenty twenty one. They don't have that X factor off the bench. I don't think they're there yet. I think they can get there because of the strength of Tyrone football. Okay, but I just don't see it at the miniature. Let me let me put it to you like this: It's All Ireland semi final day, and it's Tyrone Kerry or it's Derry Kerry. Who do you give the most chance of upsetting Kerry? <sighs> Like I, like I'm, I, I really don't. I, like fifth or sixth, that's where I have them in the power rankings. There's Derry flying high in the summer. You just never know. They get uh, into their str- you know? so That five, six, like, seven could change around. You've got Roscommon seven, Tyrone six, Derry five. Like Derry and Tyrone both play this weekend. So depending on those results, Tommy, that could, that could swing, and Roscommon could move up even. I don't, I don't see it swinging too much yet. Like Jer's, Jer's question there about the All Ireland semi-finals. It's just so hard to know where these teams are at and where they're going to be in six weeks' time. Like, it really is. We will obviously have a lot more information on how teams are going. And if it turns out the Canavans are both, like, scoring two, three a game each, by that stage, you'd be like, oh, they've got plenty of X-Factor. They don't actually need anybody off the bench. And I'll hold my hands up. And I will say there as well, you know, on social media or whatever, it, it can it can tell a lie. I felt last week that a lot of the reaction to your Dublin prediction on social media was... Ah, oh, what's, what's Jerry on about here? What have the dub shown us? When I was out and about during the week last week, a lot of people agree with you. A lot of people think minority. that Gilroy is right and it was a very smart call and that the dubs should be in second place in the power rankings. I don't see it yet. But, you know, they're not far off. A question for you both. Um, Kildare play Wicklow. Netwatch Cullen Park that's the weekend after this and Meath as you say Tommy play play awfully and then those semi-finals so it's going to be the winner of Kildare Wicklow against the winner of Dublin Leash and then Meath are awfully against Westmeath or Louth comment in from uh, Shane not myself on YouTube will Tommy and Jerry get behind their team's Talton Cup games Kildare are going to be safe I think you should be safe but but hypothetically speaking it's probably more pertinent for you Tommy I think Kildare and Bodder if Meath get to the Lancer final which is a big if like there's a lot of ifs at the minute 
A lot of ifs at the minute. Like, are you are you paying a lot of ifs, a lot of buts? Yeah, a bit of both. Are, are you going to your Are you going to the Tottenham Cup games with, with your? Not what have Shane, My my weekends are dictated, and I, I got a comment during the week that I was the most plastic mead man uh, on the internet. It was by Irish Catholic on TikTok. Very good. And I looked at the comment and I I asked myself, is that because of my accent? Is that because I'm playing my club football down in Clare? Is it because my garden's in Cavan? Is it because I went to school in Monaghan? Is it, like, is it because I was born in the States? Like, why would I be the most plastic mead man? And it turned out it was because I don't go to mead games at the weekend. Well, Irish Catholic, off the ball decide where I go at the weekend to meet to games. So, you know, Shane, if when I get behind mead in the Thatcher Cup, I will watch every game. I followed the 20s game last night. I will follow them closely. I think... I may not get to go to them unless Nathan Murphy gives me the nod. Well, I was going to say, I think that um, if me, they're in the Talton Club Cup this year, we will absolutely do everything. I will move heaven and earth to make sure you're at that game to be able to report on it. Thanks, Jer. <laughs> and if they are in the Talton Cup, they deserve to be in the Talton Cup. And yeah. that is just the way it is. Like, there's a very young me team there at the minute. I think for me, I don't know. I don't, like, I, I don't think they want to be in the Talton Cup. They want to play in a round-robin All-Ireland series. But for some of the younger players, maybe that's okay. For Kildare and Clare, the profile of those teams, it wasn't going to be a good thing. So Clare have one more game against Limerick now. They've got to get that right. They lost some penalties last year. Well, I was going to say... You know know I was there. I'd say Limerick are absolutely delighted about the fact that Clare came through that game. I'd say Limerick have been quietly just focusing on this ever since they respectfully asked Ray Dempsey to go. Um, So I I, I think there's a good chance of an after the Lord Mayor's show performance where Clare gets sucked into a dogfight and don't come through that side. And again, that would be a bit of a disaster for the championship because I don't think Limerick are ready for Sam Maguire competition just yet. Um, you know, the opposite side of that is uh, if you're in the Talton Cup, you deserve to be in it. Sometimes some teams are actually going to be in Sam Maguire who don't deserve to be in it because they haven't actually built. And so we'll see. Uh, just one, one last thing on that, because... Uh, Michael Dorgan who does the Long Haul podcast with Johnny Candy he had a load of great interviews after the game they're well worth checking out on YouTube and he had an interview with Shane Carty of New York two time Dublin All-Ireland winner and Carty said he could see the complacency in the Leitrim players eyes at the weekend and I found that hard to believe because New York have pushed brought Roscommon to a point brought Leitrim to extra time retained most of their squad last year they brought Sligo to four points Everyone talked about the players that New York got over the line in the last two weeks. Bill Maher, uh, Owen Cairns, the last two weeks before the deadline, the transfer deadline. Andy Moran was part of a London team, a Mayo team that nearly lost to London in James Horan's first year. The management can get teams ready to a certain extent. The Clare managers and the players lost to Limerick last year on penalties. So that complacency really cannot exist, mm-hmm. looking on from the outside. But if Shane Carty could smell it, if he could see it, if he could see it in the eyes... Do you know, no, you can't take that for granted. No. You no. just can't. I do still think the dubs are, are way too low. I think Tyrone are too low. And I think, um, I, I don't know, after that, yeah, like, I still think there's a good chance Mayo are in the All-Ireland semi-final. I'm a bit less sure of that after the quality of the performance and their inability to adapt. But as you say, they have four and a half weeks now of uh, absolute hell for leather in training. You know, Killian O'Connor gets more fit. Uh, Carr gets fit. And a few others who they had some doubts about get a bit of game time and a bit of this is exactly what we're trying to do. So, um, and the under 20s, as you pointed out, are all going to be available for selection as well. So, uh, Tommy, yeah, one other football. A lot of football to go. Um, Just going to say, I've been there, Jared, in the perch that you're on, sitting there, throwing little jabs and punches. And it's very easy. Like, I I have serious respect for what Owen Sheehan's gone through over the last couple of years. (laughs) Um, It's a, it's a, 
it's a big can to carry these power rankings it's a weight it's a weight in your shoulders Tommy you carry it well yeah it really is do you have anything Thanks. do you want to comment on the fact that you were threatening him and his family and forced him to <laughs> flee, flee the jurisdiction so you could take the seat and now and now that you have it you don't even want it I don't think Owen need much of a push to go to South America so <laughs> that wasn't that is I'm that sorry are we officially saying the power rankings are now a weekly thing uh, well like look we've two championship games next week there's going to be no change to the power rankings I think it'll be a waste of time there's 10 the following week why not let it sit for a week and then you can come at me with all your digs uh, and your jabs? Okay. Oh, well, if right. Monaghan beats Tyrone, they have to leapfrog our I'll still talk to you next week. Let, let the public decide. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. All right. okay, Tommy, we'll be back next week with the power rankings might not be. When they like this, she and I'm still listening to the pod the odd time. And I was looking at the power rankings and I thought that Jesus' own must still be feeling the effects of these mushrooms.